0: This podcast is for all the seekers out there, and I sincerely hope you enjoy. Hello, thank you for joining me. It's that time again, time for some spirit talk. Any new listeners around? If you are new here, then welcome. While the name of this podcast is pretty simplistic, it does have a lot of meaning. This is the podcast where I talk about literal spirits, dare I say ghosts, ghosts. <laughs> And ghosts are definitely going to come up again, I am sure. I'm still forming my ideas around this. Um, Spirit talk also means talking about the universe. That's with a capital U. You could also say God, source, whatever word you'd want to use there. It's also talking about spirituality in general and our own spirits. We are spirit, of course, and living in a human experience is a true gift I mean that wholeheartedly and totally understanding that life can be very hard, but that is part of the gift. What our soul, aka our spirit, gets out of this human experience is invaluable. So thank you for tuning in. That is in a nutshell, what the podcast is about. I'm Brandy, by the way. Hello, repeat listeners. Thank you. Our soul tribe is growing. If you like the pod, if you love it, please consider leaving a review as apparently that's the best way to grow an audience. Okay. I'm going to jump right in here. I was camping recently. (laughs) Yes. Again, we do lots of camping in the summertime, We really have to take advantage of the gorgeous weather while we can. The rest of the year, it rains a lot where we live. So anyway, I was standing with my bare feet in the sand, staring at a gorgeous scene of mountains, a river bay, a beautiful blue sky. I happen to have a lighter in my pocket, and I thought to myself, hmm, all four elements... I mean, the lighter wasn't lit, so maybe that's cheating a bit, but nonetheless, I got to thinking about the elements. As I stood there taking in the beauty of mother nature, big gusts of wind blew past me and it gave me kind of this invigorating feeling and it felt like I was being cleansed. That inspired me to do an episode for each element. And this will be fun. I have found that since paying attention to the elements more in my own life, I can better harness their power and kind of use them as a cure for things or a push in a different direction, kind of a medicine. And I'm going to start with the element that brought inspiration to me for this episode, air. So I'm going to say air medicine. It sounds kind of weird, me even saying this, it feels woo woo, but you know, people talk about Animals and their medicine, bee medicine, you know, every kind of creature has its own message kind of thing. So, air medicine, well, that can show up in all kinds of ways. Strong winds can be invigorating, energizing, the vital breath of the universe. Quiet, still air can allow us to go inward and explore the depths of our own consciousness. Sweet smells adrift in the air can bring memories that make us feel grateful and nostalgic. When you notice these differences in the air element and feel the qualities air can bring into your life, it makes us feel more connected to each other, to the planet, and to everything. I mean, we share air with people, animals, plants, trees. Talk about feeling connected, right? So I'll talk about the properties of the air element. Each element is associated with one of the chakras. I should say, I'll talk about chakras specifically one day, but just briefly, chakras are energy centers in the body. The word chakra in Sanskrit means wheel or disc. Early Sanskrit texts speak of them both as meditative meditative visualizations combining flowers and mantras, and as physical entities in the body. So the air element is associated with the heart chakra. And because of that, another way that somebody can lean into the medicine of the element air is to say an affirmation, I love opening my heart and sharing it with others. I feel like that's really powerful and truly something that can be really helpful to people. In tarot, the suit of swords has the elemental correspondence to air. It indicates power, change, conflict, and intellect. Also, I'll point out that astrology and numerology bring in the element of air as well. Signs of air, Gemini, Libra, Aquarius. You may have those in your big three, your sun, moon, rising, or you may have a lot of planets in a house ruled by air. I've said it before. I'm no astrologer, though it is an interest of mine. I don't pretend to be an expert. It can definitely be a lifelong pursuit I could definitely see myself as an old lady being uh, full of knowledge of astrology. But for now, I'm happy dabbling whenever I please. (laughs) But I digress. In numerology, a number can actually have more than one element tied to it. And the numbers associated with air are five, six, and 11 vibrations. And sometimes the number one. One's a bit tricky though. That is only if the one is an individual and has an innovating mind. Ones can get kind of caught up with not reaching that part of their potential sometimes. But again, I digress. Five, six, eleven, sometimes one. So if you're a person who has a lot of air, like for example, you're a Libra with a life path five or a Gemini 11, or you have many planets in the 11th house, which is ruled by Aquarius, you may want to sometimes lean into the opposite element, which is Earth, and feel that energy as a counterbalance to give you a different perspective when needed. And there will be an episode on Earth coming, so stay tuned for that too, at some point during the summertime. And if you're thinking right now, gosh, I don't know, Brandy, I don't, Think I have any air? (laughs) I'm here to say you do. Don't worry, everyone has at least some of this element in their natal charts. And of course, everyone listening is from the planet, so the element of air is vital to your life and can be used to your advantage, regardless if you have a lot within your astrological or numerolo- numerology charts. In fact, those who do have little air can definitely benefit from bringing the qualities into their lives. So what are the qualities of air? Well, when it comes to air, we're talking intelligence, wit, and being cerebral, a live and let live attitude. Air represents our mental activity, such as intellect and the ability to reason. It's about memory, thoughts, knowledge, and comprehension. People who are very airy (laughs) have a sharp sense of justice. The search for spiritual or scientific truth is important to them. They're original, have new ideas, and a creative intelligence. So crystals for air. These are just crystals that are associated with the the element of air. Agate, citrine, peridot. Oh, that's one of my faves. Bloodstone, aquamarine, and appetite. a beautiful blue crystal, which I don't have any of. I need to get me some of that. (laughs) air is the fastest moving element of the four. So when you need speedy, quick wit in your life, call on the spirit of air. Speaking of spirit, spirit brings us signs through air. I've come to realize through the now many readings that I've done for people that spirit loves to show up using air. I think... And this is just my own theory. I haven't talked to people about this really, but I think it's easier for spirit to manipulate air. I mean, it makes sense. It's the least dense element. Being that spirit vibrates at a high, high frequency, higher than our earth plane, it is not always possible for them to move objects Um, But with air, it seems to be easier for them. Our loved ones who are crossed over, our guides, our highest self, all pass messages using the element of air. Feathers, bubbles, birds, the sound of chimes, gusts of wind, scents and smells. I bet if you think about it, you've received signs through air. And if you aren't sure, then you'll probably see one soon. When I was thinking about this topic for the podcast, I asked myself, what signs do I get from air? And actually it's a lot. I had never really thought of it this way, but, um, yeah, using the air element, my spirit guide shows up for me in the form of a hawk. I swear he can shape shift. I say that jokingly, but who knows? Perhaps that's true. I don't know. That's that's a whole nother thing. But from a young age, I would see hawks at the most interesting times. I noticed that when I was experiencing low vibes, sadness, frustration, loneliness, despair, fear, a hawk would show up. I had a knowing it was my guide. This knowingness still came with a bit of doubt as claircognizance or clear knowing tends to do. But I have developed my intuition enough and understand more and more that the doubt comes from fear, mostly what people would think of me if I told them this bird flying overhead is my spirit guide. (laughs) No, I have way less fucks to give. So I'm older, wiser, and trust my intuition. I know, like no, no, (laughs) that this guide shows up for me as a hawk and over the years i've come to see that manifestation so many times and for so many different reasons it wasn't only when i was feeling low vibes the hawk comes with joyous feelings as well i've had hawks show up in dreams too sometimes i feel a message sometimes i don't quite know what the guide is you know there for but every time i see a hawk that is my guide not all of the hawks that I see are, <laughs> but every time I do have that knowingness, when I'm seeing the hawk, I feel a sense of calm and I know I'm not alone. The reminder that I'm being guided and I have a deep connection to a being on the other side is so incredible. Oh, I'm getting goosebumps as I say it. To this day, when I see a hawk that my that my guide brought, again, not all hawks I see, <laughs> but when I see this hawk, I say, Thank you. Thank you. I get other signs through air as well. My brother-in-law in in spirit brings black feathers. I probably said this before on the podcast. I don't know. (laughs) Normally one would think of white feathers as a sign (laughs) because it's the other side. You get these ideas of purity and, but black feathers make so much sense for him for so many reasons. And interestingly, I tend to find them when my kids are with me, his nephews he didn't get a chance to meet our youngest, but I know he sees them, both of my boys, and is still very much my son's uncle. Even though he's on the other side, he's there, he's connected, and he shows us this. When I find the black feathers, it's a reminder that he's aware of what we're doing. He sees, he sees the kids and my husband, and he loves us all. I also get the message that he does appreciate me keeping his memory, memory alive. I've kind of made that a point, you know, taken that on as a responsibility. Keeping his memory, memory alive through talking about him, photographs, things like that. And here's a little story of a sign through air. Once we were vacationing in California and it was my husband, my kids and me on the beach at dusk. And I put my face up towards the sky with my eyes closed in a moment of just soaking it all in. And I opened my eyes, still facing the sky, and see something high in the air. As I watched it kind of float, I realized it was a black feather. Slowly it fell to the ground and landed right next to my son. I was in awe. (laughs) Hello, Uncle Dave, I said. And that's the best feeling, being in awe of the universe. Another sign I get is the sound of wind chimes. That's from my grandpa. It was actually Amy Brooks who I had on the show uh, who brought that up. She's a gifted medium, a rare one. <laughs> um, yeah, you can hear our conversation. You can hear it in an episode called uh, A Conversation with Amy Brooks. I like to keep the the guest titles simple. <laughs> so Her and I were texting one day and she picked up the energy of my grandpa. She got so many neat details. Even a horse that that my grandpa had when he was young. He rode the horse around town a lot, apparently. I didn't even know about this horse until after he had passed away. She brought through that. Lots of cool, neat details. She's very evidential. And she was kind enough to share this with me. She said, he brings you wind chimes. And I was in my backyard at the time, we were texting, just as I read that text, saying he brings me wind chimes. And before I could even think about what that meant, two of my neighbors, one on either side, their wind chimes on their back patios went wild. And I hadn't heard them that loudly before, and I hadn't heard them that loud since. And it's like my grandpa was saying, yes, she's right. I will show you right now. I bring you wind chimes. (laughs) So he brings the sound of wind chimes through using the element of air. He still brings it to me, (laughs) but it's softer now. He knows I accept it as a sign. So that's what I mean when I say spirit can manipulate air And they do it to bring you signs. Amazing, hey? Typically, we cannot use our physical senses to connect to our loved ones. But through the element of air, they can bring something that you can see or hear or touch or feel or smell. It's incredible. And my idea of a miracle, really. So, dear listeners, whether it's you needing to call in the spirit of air into your life as a medicine or as the push you need in the right direction... Or if it's that you're receiving signs from the other side, I encourage you to think about it, get to know the element of air a bit better, be open to the universe speaking to you, and if you do have a story of spirit of air, please share it with me. You can join the Facebook group, Spirit Talk a Soul Tribe. All the links that I'm talking about now will be in the show notes. You can DM me on Instagram or you can email me. I'd love to hear your stories. I may even share it on the podcast. I hope you liked today's episode, friends. Don't forget to subscribe, like, review, share, whatever you can do. And until we meet again, friends.